The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Jonathan in for Pat on this Tuesday morning. Now, you may be working away in the office or at home or staring out the window wondering if you could be working from somewhere nicer. Perhaps you're thinking of working from maybe a sunny apartment in the Algarve or maybe Madrid. Then you should bear in mind when thinking about this a number of matters. Linda Hines is Employment and Data Protection Partner at Lewis Silk in Ireland. How are you doing, Linda? Morning, Jonathan. How are you? I certainly wish I was working away from a, from a beach somewhere. Yeah, well, I'm in a windowless box, so yeah, I agree with you. Uh, it would be much nicer if we, if we could at least see the sunshine. It's hard to do, though. I, I know working from home is great and people have mastered it and, and the bi-location thing, but it's a bit of a stretch if you're going to be doing it from the Algar full-time. It's certainly more complicated, and we would advise a lot of employers around all of the different things that you need to think about if you're considering facilitating this for employees. So it's also very dependent on where exactly they want to work from and how long. And do you as an organisation already maybe have a company there? There's lots of different things to take into account. And we're seeing a lot of employers putting flexible policies in place, but they do come with limitations. Um, and, And there's a lot to unpack. It's not as straightforward as just working from your home. Now, the problem if you're working in another country, are you not subject to the employment laws of that other country? Well, exactly. That's one That's one of the complicating factors. So in a lot of countries, there'll be mandatory employment law that applies from day one. So if you're an employer, you could be in a, or even as an employee, you could be in a confusing situation as to which laws apply to you and are, are they being complied with? So it can certainly be complicated. I think the tax situation is probably the biggest issue for employers and employees, because depending on how long you're in a certain country, you may have tax obligations there or your employer may have income tax obligations there. And your social security situation could get quite complicated as well. And bearing in mind, maybe you do this, you know, once or twice a year, all of those periods will add up. And generally in each country, they're looking at what you've been doing in the last 12 months. So if you do this a couple of times a year, you could certainly um, create a complicated Mm. situation for yourself. Uh, But you you see, Linda, don't forget now that if it's an Irish person doing this, they'll probably just do it. The employer will go, go on, sure. And and all of a sudden, they may have ended in a situation where different laws apply and neither know about it until something goes wrong. Well, certainly we're seeing that as kind of one of the... uh, one One of the issues coming out of the pandemic is actually that a lot of employees may have just relocated to another country and not necessarily told their employer. Now, they didn't necessarily mean to hide it, although some did, but it was just a situation that developed naturally and they look at it as the same as working from home. But if you are working from home abroad, it's definitely more complicated. And we're seeing some employers having to unravel those situations now and try and ascertain, well, what are the risks we have and how can we get the person back into the home country they're supposed to be working from yeah. or or how are we going to be able to facilitate it as best we can? Because it's, I, quite, I know like, from, it's quite significant. I, I, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I know, I know that uh, from speaking to people working in the legal profession, that one of the things that terrifies them is the idea of intellectual property being moved across borders. So if you have somebody who's working in a different country and they have in their possession sensitive information, uh, it's not necessarily secure in the way that the client might want it to be secure. Uh, and again, are there different rules regarding intellectual property being held in other countries, particularly if they're outside of the EU? 
Well, so like generally under Irish employment law, if you are an employee creating intellectual property as part of your employment that is owned by your employer and your location shouldn't really change that. And what's in your contract of employment will be very important. But if there is no contract of employment and the, the employee or, or if it's not clear from the contract of employment what's happening with the intellectual property and the employee is working from abroad and there is some kind of dispute, let's say the employee decides to leave to go work for another employer and take that intellectual property with them and there's a dispute, it could get very complicated as to which laws govern that dispute. Where are you actually going to take that claim? Is the country an employer friendly location in terms of intellectual property. So it can just get extremely complicated. And obviously all of that means more fees for lawyers in every country. Mm. Well, you'll never complain about that, nor will any lawyers firm. But complication it's better to... <laughs> is, is, is good for lawyers, yeah. <laughs> it is good, but at the same time, it causes headaches for everybody. When you are in this situation, though, is it not easier to say, uh, OK, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving your work, but you can't live in Portugal, you have to come back. And if that happens, does that not raise a spectre then of of a complicated legal argument with a disgruntled employee? I think the key thing here is transparency between both the employee and the employer. So we're seeing a lot more, certainly with our bigger employer clients, that they have policies in place that are really clear about which countries you can go to. So they may already have a company in that country, which makes things more straightforward how long you can go for, what the approval process is. I think if I would advise it, if I was advising employers, I'd say have a policy in place and make sure everyone's aware of it and make sure managers are aware if employees are taking extended holidays and, and doing working holidays from different countries. And as an employee, I would say being transparent with your employer is very, very important because yeah. if you do change your location without telling your employer, you are in breach of your employment contract and it's potentially a disciplinary issue. Yeah, and, and of course, then it gets complicated and it gets complicated really, really quickly. Linda Hines, Employment and Data Protection Partner at Lewis Silk in Ireland. Thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us, Linda. It is a complicated one. It, it's kind of like the idea, do you know, remember you just have birds of a feather and all these kind of TV shows and they'd all go off and say, I'm going to retire uh, out in, in Spain. The Irish never kind of did that, but they're getting into it now, I suspect. And people will be more inclined uh, to, to head overseas if if employers will tolerate it. I think there are very few um, employers who will tolerate it, but that's a whole different issue. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.